This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're leaving limbo. I'm back now. Come to release this info. I'll be brief and let me just keep simple. Can't a don't want no beef with Slim. No, not even on my radar. Could it be an Eminem v Swifty Super Bowl? We'll find out after this weekend. That's Mr. Detroit right there. Yeah, Yeah, that's square dance. Great bumping music and shine for a little exercise. Great beat. I think the NFL prefers that. It's Taylor Swift that they show mm-hmm. 14 times during the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. or it is Marshall Mathers Taylor that Swift. they show. You think By so? Far. By Hands far. Down. Really? I of don't know course. about that. Detroit has a lot of famous fans. Um, they also have Taylor Lautner. Yeah. People don't know who that is. Yes, a lot of do. people don't. You got to say, who that is. yeah, like you got to say the kids in the Twilight movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, how long were the Twilight movies? Twenty years ago. Yes, unfortunately. But right. They nobody feel knows, like they were yesterday. Right. But nobody knows who he is. It's like you're, you're saying like Channing Tatum. Okay, we know him. Yeah, he's he's a dreamboat. <laughs> he's been in movies. This kid hasn't been in, you know, Twilight and Grown Ups. More people know who Taylor Twelman is. <laughs> Yes. The thing, the things that these two argue about. This is my, the bane of my existence. Mm-hmm. Is the hot, the hot mic uh, argument between Courtney? Well, Courtney drops it names every day. Like we know them. It's been a forty-seven minute discussion so far during the commercial breaks on gray sweatpants. And- we have a hot mic that Jackson rolled on. Christian Foyer came in during yeah. the break, and we found out a lot about the two of them and their playing days. Um, oh, we have some excellent hot mics. There's another one also that we. Well, might Foyer and I get to talk. And it's locker room talk. Oh, is that what it is? It is. Uh, this is Polly from Dedham. Hello, Polly. Hey, what's happening, guys? What, what's you up? There? Yes, we're here. What's up? What's worth, Wiggy? Wiggy, I'm going to tell you something. I've only skied about, a, I don't know, maybe a, a half a dozen or a dozen times in my life, but it's absolutely the most enjoyable recreational sport on the planet. Ooh. You're going to love it. Wow. Okay. okay. Challenge yourself to, to stay on your feet. Uh, no, uh, to, to get to getting down the mountain, that's the challenge every time. I never made it in my life, but when I landed on my ass, you know, down the end of the, mountain, down the, end of the hill. But um, two things, uh, Krejci, Krejci, Krejci. I've been thinking, hoping since October that he's going to arrive to the rescue for his brethren, uh, Pasternak and uh, Zaka. He's the guy that, so just playing dangerous with a puck and a stick, particularly in the playoffs. He can buy it with, with his, he can move. He's like a nifty Rick Middleton. So you think Craig, so in your mind, Craig, in your mind, Krejci's coming back, not Patrice Bergeron. It will be Krejci that's uh, yeah, No, no, no. He's Krejci. Are you kidding? Okay. More effective in the, in the playoffs. Thanks, uh, uh, Jason. But offensive, offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels 
light years ahead of these two guys coming that coming full circle from the ranch. Light years ahead of them. You guys with me? Oh, no. Yeah, we heard you. So you're suggesting that when it comes to Nick Haley or others, mm-hmm. it ought to be Josh McDaniels that is back here running the offense? I, I no. don't think Gerard Mayo. I think Gerard Mayo wants a clean slate. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, 100%. I would love the idea of bringing in Zach Robinson. Love it. Get a guy who's been under McVay for a couple years, was part of the Patriots organization at one point. He got drafted by them originally and then went off and started becoming a coach and now comes back as the offense coordinator. Love it. Former player, full circle, probably would fit into exactly what Mayo wants when it comes to guys in the locker room, younger guy. Give me that. I'm in 100%. And that's what it seems like he's doing, right? That doesn't seem like he's doing that with a lot of the people that you see him interviewing and bringing in. It's like... He wants his own staff. He wants his own people. The only I mean, one, unless, I mean, there are some who believe that Mac Jones gets another shot at it here. Oh God, he's stop. Sir. Yeah, I don't know who believes that. <sighs> some do. Greg's right, and some and some believe that Steve Belichick is going to stick around. We heard from Gerard Mayo himself that that That's opportunity is yeah. has been presented. Yeah, that Steve Belichick because he said that, but yeah. Mac, who believes Mac sticking around? I hear people say it all the time. They think the way in which Gerard Mayo spoke about him on this very radio show indicated that they are looking at him like a a reclamation project. And that with Bill gone, Mm -hmm. the evil, mean Bill Belichick gone, Mac would be a different kind of quarterback. Didn't he tell us that half the locker room didn't like him? Yeah, he sort of. He, I mean, he, he, <laughs> like I don't he, understand how anybody could interpret how he spoke to us about Mac Jones as positive. Right. He's. Didn't he also say that you know? Yeah, he was a little fragile mentally. Like, no one took that as positive. And somebody in the organization leaked that they were mad that he showed up for his press conference in the first place. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, that's ridiculous too. Like, I, like what's wrong with him? Like. And Bill's I, not even there anymore, so it couldn't possibly be Belichick. No, but I mean, what's wrong with him showing up for be- Mayo? Because for he's president? Captain Sourpuss. Oh, Man. come on! And you don't clean out your locker. Like, like the guy, he's trying to, he's trying to save his career. Like I don't, yeah, do and that he, last year instead of bitching to everybody about the team, and then maybe when your team comes back and beats the Bills and it's this great moment, and you're asked about it, you don't throw your coach under the bus and promote your offensive coordinator. Like I, I, I love, I, I gave him every opportunity. I thought Shime and Wiggy were too hard on him. I was wrong. Mac Jones was part of the problem. I do not want him to be part of the solution. I don't believe he's talented enough, and I think that there's just this stink with him where it was the least – what did Mayo say? Accountability, right? Yeah. Who was the least accountable Patriot last year? Mac mm-hmm. Jones. Never his fault. Blaming receivers on hor- horribly thrown balls. Like, it's just not part of the future. And you don't clean out your locker down to the basically the hangers if you – want and know that you're coming back you don't do that you know you leave stuff in there it's just okay so why in your estimation did he show up for the press conference i think what i think what he's realizing is like i might have nowhere to land maybe what i could do is show some good face here and they might roll the dice and keep me around so it was like a heat of a moment clean out my locker and then he's now maybe regretting it no he's like i cleaned out my locker i don't want to be here bill's gone Uh uh-oh maybe i can be nice to the new guy and the new guy will throw me a bone and say hey you know what we'll give you we'll give you an opportunity and so uh i think that there i don't know i think he's he's i'm assuming that he's around the area um, I, you know, there were, why would he be? Car- Cardona showed up. 
I feel like if they had food, Trent Brown would have showed up. No, Trent Brown was at the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks game when they were playing. Um, um, I mean, I they were playing know. the Celtics. Trent, that's what Trent Brown was at in Dallas. Like guys are not here in the off season, especially this time of the year. Unless they actually live here, they got kids that are in school. You think Robert Kraft is okay with just wasting that entire pick um, and and saying <laughs> saying farewell without another chance? I'm trying to understand you though, Greg. Are you still on Mac Island? No, um, I, I'm not. I I I I've already told you what I want is I want them to draft Harrison and to get a veteran quarterback. Bingo, love it. That's what I want. So uh, everything else I just, is just. I, I just I, I asked the question because. I've been told by Wiggy and others mm-hmm. relentlessly that the only reason that they picked Mac Jones is because Robert Kraft wanted him. So I just asked the question because Robert Kraft has been pretty good at pointing every kind of finger at Bill Belichick now mm-hmm. that he's gone. Right. Everything was Bill's fault. Right. So I wonder if Robert Kraft looks at Mac Jones and says, wow, pretty good season under Josh McDaniels, and then Bill ruined him. No, I think he goes... Mac is ruined, even though I picked that guy. But Bill, if you believe Bill ruined this kid, now it's a perfect way for me to, you know, do my magic trick and get out of the Mac Jones because I made it seem like this is Bill's guy. And if Robert was the guy who wanted Mac, don't you think Robert said to him, hey, Mac, it would be a good look if you showed up to the press conference? Like, that um, could have happened. <laughs> For, and what's Mac going to say? And, no and to I Robert? Would look, no. And I would look at it like this. You have the number three overall pick. Whether you want to go out and get you, your theory is you want to go out and get a veteran quarterback. It well, isn't it safe to say that based on the coaching staff that you have now, Zappy's the better player than Mac Jones based off performance. No. Yes. No. 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 no I'm the saying if they com- no. If you had a, if they competing for the backup job. One of them won a national championship. Please. So whoop de do. So did oh. AJ McCarron. He was a great NFL quarterback. And one of them set the record for most passing yards in a single season in college football history. Who do you think in the in the coaches' room? Hey, is, excuse me, I'm getting a text. Is Rob Nikovich an expert? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, depends which side of the argument he's on. Right, says you're 100 percent right, Greg. You could tell Rob. Justin Fields from the Bears and Harrison at number three. Uh, no, oh, then I'm in. Oh, I'm 100% yeah. on that's that. A, that's a former ESPN insider, Rob Ninkovich. Greg knows ball. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. We're in on that. I know ball. Like he's also like the professor. He's also a Chicago guy, too, so I'm on board. Oh, okay. I'm on board with that. Mac Jones won't start a, start a single game in 2024. So, But fun. then again, I'm not on board with that. Oh, <laughs> I was. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, no. Here's why, Shime. Here's the only reason why. And I, I can't remember who. <laughs> Um, it, it might have been Jones who said this, uh, Jones and Mago. It might have been Adam Jones who said this. How many good receive? like, what does an elite receiver look like without a, without a good quarterback? Marvin Harrison Jr. is senior year. Hold on, Wiggy, would you no, say no, that? No, I'm in, in would, the pros. Would you like, say what that, would Jamar Chase be like without Joe Burrow? Would you say that uh, DJ Moore this past year with the Bears was good? Yeah, but I wouldn't call him an elite receiver. Okay, then we disagree. So, like, DJ Moore was awesome this year, mm-hmm. and if you're getting someone who's better than DJ Moore with Justin Fields, he's going to look awesome. Perfect example, Devontae Adams. What did Devontae Adams look like without an elite quarterback? Uh, I mean, year? but Derek Carr last year had like 1,600 no, 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 yards and 17 I'm touchdowns saying or something. this year without an elite quarterback. Uh, he still had over 1,000 yards. And so uh, like the reason why I say this is, wouldn't I rather the quarterback at number three that potentially could be the next – 
Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You keep saying that. Devontae and, and Adams every, had 103 catches over 1,100 yards and eight touchdown catches. Yeah, it's a pretty good season. Right, but that's – would you rather – a receiver like that, or would just, you rather Curtis Josh Allen? You he'd rather a receiver like that. No. Okay, you're expecting You always that. take the quarterback. I know. It, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it. How many times do you end up getting Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Well, if there are three guys that potentially could be that, why would you pass that Every up? Every draft, right. Mel Kuyper and Shime go, there's three guys that could potentially right. be Patrick Mahomes. Right. And none of, none of them ever end up potentially being Patrick Mahomes. But they do that with the wide receiver. They say this is the next, you know, Randy Moss or this is the next um, Calvin Johnson. They do That's with every position. Then for every Calvin Johnson, you got a Charles Rogers. So, oh, you got a Kadarius Toney. The, the, the thing is in the NFL, if you have potential to get the next Randy Moss or the next Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the league is about the quarterback. You mm-hmm. always take the quarterback. But, but l- this is the list we've had. RG3, Blake Bortles, yep. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, uh, Carson Wentz, Mitch Grubisky, Baker yep. Mayfield now okay, Kyler Murray. I mean, Tra- Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. There is yep. a million failures in and, there. And, f- and go to the receiver list. I-, I want them to go get Baker Mayfield. He's going to stay in Tampa. Why? Because they're going to give him a contract. He's get comfort- more money. He's comfortable with Dave Canales. He you had a just good season. heard Gerard He's Mayo say they have cash to burn. Give him a ton of money. All about the money. Amen. So you would rather the receiver over the I just said it, yes. I don't get that. They, <laughs> I it's just a said quarterback it. league. It makes no sense. I just said it. Right, but it makes no sense. All right, we'll see what Ty Law thinks coming up. And hello and thank you for listening to the great Rob Ninkovich. I think it's okay to repeat this. I mean, it's it's kind of a shot. But he says Mac Jones should be flipping burgers, not throwing passes. My guy, Rob Ninkovich. Wow. I mean, that, that is not. That is, I'd at least like to say he should be selling realty. But, <laughs> yes, right. uh, you know. Real estate. Exactly. That, yeah. All right. Let's get to Courtney and to what is trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Bees fell to the Hurricanes last night at the TD Garden. Final score, 3-2. to two. Jordan Martin-Hook scored on a breakaway with 2.27 left to snap a third period tie. Both Bees goals came from Brad Marchand in the third period with Linus Olmark back in goal, making 30 saves in the loss. Here's Jim Montgomery, who was not happy about the game-winning goal after the loss. Here's the coach. A. What should have happened on that winning goal that didn't happen? Defensemen should not be pinching in. It's three. It's two-two. There's a shot on net. Um, we got to make sure we keep people in front of us, and they ended up, you know, with looked like a two-on-one. Then it became a breakaway. All right. Well, we'll try to clean that up. Yeah. The guys have a game tonight with the Senators on the road. Puck drop is at 7. The Celtics are also in action tonight in Miami at 7.30. And, of course, Jim Harbaugh is headed to L.A. The Chargers have hired the Michigan head coach as their own less than a month after winning the national championship. Uh, It does seem like it's a five-year deal that they are giving him. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 44 degrees, cloudy skies, a balmy 50 afternoon high.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Before we go, hot mic, hot mic with Coach and Courtney discussing interesting things. By the way, thank you to the crew at Merlino's in Cranston, Rhode Island, who dropped off some breakfast for Wiggy and Courtney and everybody this morning. So good. Um, and yeah, this is spectacular. Um, I want to thank Anthony, who you may remember, Anthony's son, AJ Quetta. Got hurt playing hockey and was a beneficiary of the Greg Hill Foundation, and he wanted to come by and bring some food and say thank you to everybody. So, well, we appreciate awesome. that. Uh, Shime, I'm sure. I, I don't know if you'll be picking at it at uh, at any point. I, uh, I know you're on a diet. Yeah, Greg, I'm trying to trying to be good over here. Okay, all right. Shime, it's pretty good. There is a calzone that has spinach in it, so that's you can just, uh, green pick, for you. You can pick the spinach out and uh, not I'll, do the calzone part. I'll take a look, but it probably will be more of a window shopping situation. <laughs> <laughs> Good Maybe, for you, um, If you wanted, you could take the spinach and, and put it into Greg, some Greg, I'm just a... so excited. I have a banana, uh, strawberry, and blueberry smoothie waiting for me at home. Shine <laughs> from, from one fat guy to another, portion control. Right. I so know. you can have a little bit. Just cut a little piece. That's... As Greg says, everything in moderation, including moderation. moderation. Yep. Maybe just if you want, maybe just come in and and uh, and, and take in the aroma. Yeah. Uh, that I could do. That I could okay. definitely do. All right. Well, thank you to uh, Anthony and Merlino's big listeners in Cranston, Rhode Island. Speaking of listeners, I just found out from Jackson Curtis, you might want to rethink Sunday and the, the football watch party um, in Stoneham because... Uh, apparently, Myrna was just the winner uh, earlier this morning. Your former date oh, from the yeah, uh, 80 wow. for 80 event. So, uh, Myrna will be coming on mm. Sunday. Well, yeah. you can make up before the last date. Yep, there it is. Knew that was coming. <laughs> I have to go, otherwise, Wiggy will say he spent the whole time talking to Myrna about how bad I was at the movie. <laughs> well, no, she, she said that, you know, she I wanted know. more conversation. Right. So. Yep. I thought we wanted to go see a movie. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she said to Jackson that the only reason that she went on that date with you was because of your butt. Well, uh, get in line, Myrna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a Thai Thursday. Thai Law brought to you by Corvus Vodka, the official vodka of Pro Football Hall of Famer Thai Law. By 110 Grill, modern American cuisine and a top allergy-friendly restaurant. By findmassmoney.gov. By Drains by James, Eastern Mass's choice when it comes to drain cleaning and pipelining. They give a poop. Uh, about your pipes, WEI's coverage of the football postseason is brought to you by Wise Stacks. 
And Ty Law joins us on the Harbor One Hotline this morning. Hey, Ty. Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? What's up? Oh, man, I'm I'm sitting here just doing some housework right now, fellas. Had Got a couple calls to get on, doing some housework, man, some cleaning, right. some, some washing, some clothes, some dishes, you know, some... Some man stuff, Wiggy. I got you. Got to you know, do that we gotta, laundry. We, we got, we got, we got to do it sometime, man. Yep. Uh, <laughs> settle, settle a debate if you can, because okay. uh, we were talking about that number three pick, and I was suggesting that maybe you look at taking Marvin Harrison Jr. and you bring in a veteran quarterback for this football team. And Wiggy basically was uh, chuckling uh, loudly and suggesting that you never, you have an opportunity to. Pick a quarterback at number three. You never take a wide receiver. How how do you look at it, Tyler? I, I would agree with Wiggy in a sense, but sometimes you got a special athlete, and Marvin Harrison is one of them. So if you can go get a veteran quarterback, I, I think I'll go with you, side with you on this one, Greg, mm-hmm. which is uh, go get a veteran quarterback for the right price and get somebody like Marvin Harrison Jr. because you never know. And I think we have a long history of data saying that if you get a top quarterback, does that does not necessarily mean you're going to have success. You're taking a hell of a chance when you go up there because this is the NFL, guys, not for long. Just because you whipped ass in college, that don't mean you're going to whip ass in the pros. You know what I mean? So that is a tricky situation when you're talking about getting a quarterback because you're going to have to invest a lot of money. And if you have somebody that's proven as a veteran, unless it's just somebody that's like, you know what? This guy is it. I don't know if they're going to be in that position to be like, that's the guy. Because, of course, Caleb is gone. If Drake May is going to be there, do you take a chance on it? So now you start going into the second tier of the uh, quarterbacks, even though they're first-round draft picks. But you just never know. Well, Wiggy's already, never know. Wiggy's already on third tier. Well, no, it's not his, third tier. It's not his lead. Jaden Daniels, they're saying <laughs> Jaden Daniels, the kid from LSU. So let me, because Greg don't watch much college football. The kid from LSU, they're saying, is on the same level as Drake May and Caleb Williams. My thing is, just like you miss on quarterbacks for every, um, you know, Randy Moss, there's a Charles Rogers. So there are plenty of misses yep. at the wide receiver. But if you hit on both of them, it's better to hit on the quarterback then it would be the wide receiver. Yeah, but you have to invest so much more. Well, you do have a rookie scale. So, you right. know, that. I mean, at this point, you know, now that you think about it with the rookie scale and you're going to be capped anyway as far as what you're going to get, yeah, you can go ahead. You might as well take that quarterback. But Marvin Harrison, that's 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 too good to pass up, man. I got damn that. Ooh. Woo, that but boy Ty, Ty, the rookie and T. Higgins or Mike Evans. You got the future with um, with um, Marvin Harrison, man. I, I think I think the kid is that good mm-hmm. uh, of an athlete and as, as a player, okay. and I mean he can change the franchise in my, in my opinion. But like I said, a quarterback is the most important position in football. If you can find your franchise quarterback and, and, and develop them and give them some pieces around it, of course you take the quarterback. But when you have Marvin Harrison Jr. sitting there for that pick, it's hard to it's hard to pass that up. Ty, what's your initial reaction to the Jim Harbaugh news, and who do you want to see step in at Michigan? Uh, I wasn't surprised at all. I think I told y'all what, what, what my opinion was, what he was going to do. But uh, So I wasn't surprised at all that uh, he decided to uh, leave. But uh, I think, you know, given the opportunity, um, what's his name? Who? Damn, I'm, I'm having a, a mind part, man. What's, you know, 
the guy that won the damn thing when he wasn't there. If they didn't miss a beat. Oh, you're like, talking about, the, you talk about Moore? Yeah. yeah. Is it his name? Yeah, so, Moore? yeah give, give him an opportunity, man. So why not? He's been there. Some of the guys are uh, coming back. So, man, give give him an opportunity because he proved that he can leave in, in Harbaugh's absence. I would love to see him get the opportunity. Ty, when you look at, you know, Gerard Mayo and all the things that he's got going on and, you know, him being the new coach, what do you think, in your opinion, is probably going to be the most difficult thing for him to kind of maybe get adjusted to as a first-time head coach? The comparisons to Bill, even though Gerard is his own, man, everything – that he does is going to be what would Bill have done. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's going to be the thing that he's going to have to de- deflect all the time until he, you know, builds his own identity because that's just natural. Just like any quarterback to come in and have some type of success or not have a success, they're going to compare it to Tom Brady. That's the thing that you're stepping into, and that's going to be difficult because you're going to have some trolls out there, no matter what, is always going to bring up uh, – uh, Coach Belichick and the success that he's had. So I think, you know, just clearing out the noise, fighting the noise, if you can do that, you'll be all right. You just don't listen to it. But that's going to be the only issue. And the first draft, that's a lot of pressure right there. You know, even though they don't have a GM yet, right? It, it, I, I ain't heard nothing about nope. no GM being picked, but nope. he's going to be very involved, you know, in every aspect. So this this first pick and his first opportunity – it depends on what he does. Is he going to trade it? Is he going to pick somebody? That is going to uh, that's going to be scrutinized. That's that's going to be the the job that everyone's going to be thinking about right now with Gerard May until he gets out there on the field and prove that he can lead this team. So it's just all these little things like that is uh, is going to um, kind of distract him. I mean, people are going to try to distract him, but he stays the course. And I think those are going to be the like the hard things, but not so hard. Isn't this kind of best-case scenario, though, for Gerard, Ty, when you look at it? Because there was always going to have to be a successor after Bill, but given the last three seasons, you know, what are you really comparing him to? Are you comparing him to the Bill of old, or are you comparing him to the Bill of last season? (laughs) That's true. No, I mean, mean, no one, like, once Bill Belichick just shuts it down and not coaching no more, I don't think he's had too many great seasons to be judged on the last three. You know what I mean? No one judges Michael Jordan on the last seasons with the Wizards. Don't nobody give a damn about that Michael Jordan right there. You know what I mean? We talk about the Michael Jordan from Chicago Bulls. So when it comes down to, you know, Bill Belichick, his legacy is already set in stone. Yeah, he's up. You're talking about six championships. That is going to be the stuff that people talk about and remember. You know what I mean? So I, I just think that, you know, the last three seasons, that's just like any player that moves on. I mean, I don't think anybody – I include myself. Don't nobody remember me in Denver. Don't nobody remember me in, in Kansas City. Don't nobody talk about that. They talk about the accomplishments that I had in New England. You don't actually – Ty, you don't even actually remember being in Denver. <laughs> yeah, in fact. <laughs> hey, all, all I, I remember damn check. I remember that. Hey, Ty, who yeah. – so, yeah. Ty, who's who's yeah, replacing? Yeah, yeah. You, you know I was coming with something, so hey, don't hey, you you know it. Ty, who do you think replaces Harbaugh at your alma mater? Jerome. 
Well, was it Jerome Moore? <laughs> it's Curtis. Uh, uh, was, yeah, yeah. Okay. We already had that question on the uh, during the interview. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I was listening to a piece of audio. That's okay. We've it. all been there. <laughs> that we've all it. been there. Well, you just pulled a Courtney yeah, on that okay. one or a Wiggy on that one. I, my, my brain yeah, is no, in a fog. I mean, I, 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 he gives it. Any shot Tom Brady goes back to coach. No, that 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 ain't happening. I mean. I, I will. They might even interview somebody like Tyrone Wheatley. He's a, you know he's a former Michigan guy, but I say more who's been there. You know, you still got a little piece of hardball there. You know what they want. So I think he should get the opportunity because he's proven and he beat Ohio State, beat Penn State. You know what I mean? It's like you you do some big games. If you win those type of games at Michigan, I mean opportunity. I mean you're. I think hey, that's a no brainer to me. But I think they're going to still go through their process you know, and get people in there. But you have the man right there in the building. Just like the Patriots, you got the right guy in the building already. Give him an opportunity, like Gerard Mayo. So I, I love it. Might be, might be a great spot for Bill Belichick. Bill ain't going out there recruiting. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> he, he, he is not about to go up in no kids' living room and talk to their mom and dad and parents and try to sell them a drink. That is not happening. <laughs> hey. see Bill on the, I thought Bill on the road. Mm-hmm. Get himself oh, an RV. Man, and, that, right, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall to see that go in somebody's living room. Right. Him taking and, selfies. And parents, God, oh, man, that would be hilarious. That, that's a reality show. <laughs> what is his recruiting message? That's what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill, I, I'm quite sure he's going to uh, land somewhere if he wants to coach. I mean, is, is any is any other rumors out there, guys? Is no. Still the whole Atlanta thing? That's it. Well, no, the only rumor out there is from Mike Florio, who says that perhaps uh, Andy Reid is going to retire at the end of the season, and Bill is waiting for that, or they're waiting for Bill, I, I guess, would be the speculation. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, I don't believe that. Why, why, why would he go there to uh, follow Andy Reid to go to Kansas City and wait for him to retire? He he why he he's still the goat. I don't give a damn what everybody talk about. Bill Belichick is is still the goat amongst coaches. If he walk away, I I guarantee you, as soon as the season is over, ain't nobody gonna talk about the last three seasons. They're gonna just talk about the greatness of uh Bill Belichick. But I don't think he's gonna go sit there and wait on Andy Reid. Either he's gonna coach or he's not gonna coach. And Ty, one of the things that we were talking about of maybe some of why Bill is not getting as many offers that we thought. And I, I kind of came to, part of my conclusion is, A, want and complete power of an organization, and B, I feel like the age is scaring a lot of owners away in the sense of, like, maybe he's just too old and he can't relate to these younger players and we're going to have to give him all this power and he's only going to be here for a couple of years. I think that's what some of these owners are starting to look at when it comes to him not having some opportunities, as many opportunities as we believed that he was going to have initially. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I can agree with you on that one because, I mean, the game and the landscape, you know, is changing. So if you got somebody coming in and you want to give them a, a 100% trust in your organization, you're the billionaire owner that gets to be like, okay, this is your show. You know, that's hard for a lot of those guys to do. They got egos. They got egos, too, because, I mean, think about it. Most of the time, guys in the NFL, he's on this. This they side hustle. This ain't their main hustle. They sitting there having fun. You know what I mean? So, 
when you're talking about giving this, giving somebody the keys and say run with the organization, eh. But then when you get a new coach, when you get uh, the Antonio Pierce, you get the uh, Gerard Mayos, guess what? You still have that control. I can get a GM. You can get pieces in place. Not everyone is willing to give it up. And at this point and with his age, and you don't know how long Bill is going to coach. It can be one year, two years, three years. You never know. So there is a factor when it comes, you know, to the – to, to age and how long you want to keep doing it, how much stress that is at, on you as a coach. You know, I would think if, if, if he's what, 70, about to be 72 years old, and you know what, I did this, I've done that, if I still want to coach, I would think he'll be glad for somebody else to be the GM and just let me coach. But maybe he's not cut like that. I don't know. But it is going to be a factor for any owner to say, am I going to give up full control to a guy that may leave within the next two years, yeah. you know, because, because of his age. Now, if you had a young guy coming in, let's say a Sean McVay, let's say he went out there and he won another Super Bowl or he's a young guy, he wants control, that might be more uh, – that might look better for a owner saying, I have more longevity and more long-term out of him if he has a, a – uh, anywhere close to a, a great resume with a couple Super Bowls, I'll give that up. And I'm just talking about if I was the owner standpoint, but I get it what you're saying with the right. age thing, Wiggy, right. and to being able to relate to the players. Ty, did we get you on record on Tuesday on uh, official picks for Sunday? No, I, I, I uh, yeah, yes, we we talked about. It. I said that I like to see uh, Lamar. I think he got it. But it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes in these situations. He always try to. He has a. He has a way to fight, to win. He can find the damn end zone, right. and you were like, man, I don't think their team is is as good. But Lamar Jackson, the way he's playing, the way the defense is playing, I think Baltimore comes out of it and gets okay. to the Super Bowl. All right, and Niners. Detroit. I'm gonna ride with Detroit. I okay. like the way they playing. They playing overall good football. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Detroit, even though well. My heart is saying uh, uh, Detroit. I'm talking from the heart, y'all, because there's something about that team that I've seen in our early teams. Where they playing as a team. They finding ways to win. They don't have all the star power like the San Francisco 49ers. And then you have a Debo Samuel issue that mm-hmm. that whole dynamic of that team changes when Debo's not on the field. You have to account for that. You know what I mean? So if he's not healthy, uh, Detroit, there's, there's no better opportunity for you guys to go out there and, and get to your first Super Bowl. And Detroit is represented by a top five rapper all time. That is right, true. Wiggy? Eminem. Eminem. Yep. And Kid Rock. Top five all time. Damn yeah. right. <laughs> all, all day. I agree, Wiggy. I don't think Eminem's top five. Wiggy's so. all over me. Yeah, I All over me for years yeah. about the fact that Eminem is no, not a top. No, no. I mean, you got, you, got to, you got to give credit where credit oh, is yeah, due, man. Oh, yeah. He's top man. ten, but he ain't he, top five. Okay, well, whatever the case is, he you got to put him, you know, up there with the with the best of the best. Not only you know for for his lyrics, his, his music. Mm-hmm. Every time he get on somebody's stuff, he murdered. Don't yeah. nobody want to battle him. No, you right. don't ever think about it. He's and I, de- like I said, I ain't saying he the goat, right. but I'm saying you got to mention Eminem when you're talking about the top rappers of all time. Maybe not top five, but 
A lot of people got him in there. Yeah, no, no, I do. A lot of other people in the industry. I got him top ten. He got mad respect. He got my respect, I tell you that. I got him top ten. Just just say it. Wiggy has no idea what he's talking about. I got him top ten, just Uh, not top five. Ty, I think, (laughs) is this this our last visit this season? Yeah, you know what? It's supposed to be the uh, last visit. But what I want to do, guys, you know, come on every now and again. But next week, I mean, we got the uh, producer of the uh, Patriots documentary. They're going to start their little press run, and I – Got him to agree to come on to the show. Oh. You know, so I think next week, so we can get all the scoop. You can hear all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Because I would, I did the interview, like, I mean, it was like four or five years ago, something like that. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy, this stuff that they're starting to put out. But you had the producer right here on the show. You can hit him with every damn question. You know what I mean? Because I don't even know what they're doing. Because how they cut and edit. But yeah. they'll be, he'll be ready to rock and roll next week. Right. And I love to be on with you guys, too. All right, and, bonus, and, bonus tie law next week. Is that all right, Curtis? Perfect. And Wiggy can ask why the hell he wasn't on the documentary. Yeah. That is my first question. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> why your boy Wiggs wasn't on there? Rhetorical question. No, it's not rhetorical. It is. Yeah, it's rhetorical. Did he not see the snow game? Right. I, I that's what I'll say. I they talk about it. And Ty, well, hey, well, before, but since I'm going to talk to you, go ahead. What you say, Coco? I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, before you go, uh, do you have any selection for the fill-in for Jim Harbaugh's position? <laughs> um, um, all right, um, Ty. As, as always, it is a pleasure. Uh, you're going to be at Mohegan this weekend. Yes. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm doing both games. We're going to be at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Mohegan Sun on Sunday, and then I'm doing the Food and Wine Festival at the Mohegan Sun as well on Saturday. So I'm going to be there for two days, guys. So come on through. But we're going to be watching the game. So. Man, we're going to be drinking a lot of Corvus, y'all. So come okay. on out. I think I might, uh, I might take a run down there Saturday. You and I will play, right. we'll play a little blackjack, all right? All right, definitely, definitely, man. Hey, well, right. I'll see you guys next week. We're going to bonus next week, and we're going to get on there, and we're going to hit him with the hard questions. All right, that's Ty Law, the best. We will be right back. Why don't you come with me, little girl, on a magic carpet ride? And Foyer coming up at ten. Is Gresh back or is Gresh still sick? Are we staying? Are Wiggy and I staying on? Uh, no, I think Gresh is here. And I enjoyed your explanation about why you say Courtney with what's trending and uh, not time to trend. Yeah, well, uh, Foyer later in the show said that I was wrong about that. But trending, is, what's trending is a noun. It's not. Tr- it's not. Let's trend. As a verb, it's um, it's a segment. It's one of those hoddles. It is a no. I'm not. <laughs> like we know. Like, I let, how about let's. But it's, first let's of all, it drove, it's first of all when I got here, uh, the thing was called trending, mm-hmm. and I said to the powers that be, I'm like, trending is like you know, 15 years ago, right. somebody who was an old head mm-hmm. uh, decided, oh, everybody's on Twitter. Let's uh, let's take what's trending and call it. It's not. It's like sports headlines, right? Is what it is, right? Uh, so, it, so I said maybe we could do a name change on trending, and uh, you know, everybody's like, no, no, we can't do that. We've had it's been the same, been the same way for 40 years here, right? So, uh, but it's not. So it used to drive me nuts. When Dale would say it's time to trend, it's not you're not it's not you're not trending. You're sharing what is trending. It's a noun. Yeah. About, let's just get to sports. Yeah, yeah, fine. I don't care. What do I care? And to be fair, almost everything Dale said annoyed me. So, <laughs> Dale, I love you. 
I wouldn't even know the difference what until you, you said it. What do you love about Dale? He was always very kind to me. <laughs> and, and all the years that I knew him mm-hmm. at Nesson, he always took time to chat with me and always gave me good advice. Curtis, and- King, don't you know how Courtney talks to me? She loves everybody. That's not true. <laughs> That is I, mean, I, I know some people Courtney doesn't yeah. love. <laughs> I'm not talking about people in the Twitch. No, no I'm, I'm not either. I love the Twitch. I'm talking about real people that we see pretty frequently that okay. I am very honest with you guys oh, about. I mean, Dale Arnold, truth. Dale Arnold had me on a no-muffin list. He'd bring uh-uh. in muffins, and I wouldn't. I literally, literally, he had people protect them from me. <laughs> oh, that ain't right. That's not right. I ain't you right never at all. Deny, never deny a man a muffin. Uh, but then again, if never. you don't like somebody, I would not give Pebbles any muffins. That is a good point. <laughs> no way I would rather step on them and uh-huh. just rub my feet them oh. in the ground and in the dirt then give her a muffin. Okay. Um, we do have a hot mic before we go. Okay. Um, and this was after a news story about a pervert teacher association inductee. The hot mic was hot. And a conversation that we talked about a woman from Kentucky and a conversation that occurred between Wiggy and Courtney during the break. And, of course, that's what hot mic is, is we mm-hmm. try to we leave the microphones on while we're playing commercials. And Wiggy and Courtney have some uh, rather interesting conversations between the two of them. So you want to hear this before we go? All right, yeah. go ahead, Sean. I mean, I remember when I was 16. I mean, we didn't have any hot teachers, but I remember older women that I was like, damn. Like one of my buddy's friends, his, his mom's was a smoke show. And I'm like, and you're like, damn, why can't I be chilling at the house and the kid go out and the mom's come in? You know what I mean? Some of the I did at 16, and I wasn't even wild like that compared to some of the kids I knew. And I and I think nowadays, I, I don't know when you were in school, when I was growing up, it was spandex. If you could get a girl to wear spandex, it was like, oh, you know what I mean? Right, and then now spandex are just stretchy pants. That's all they, that's all they are, but that's all girls wear nowadays but back then it was like if you if a girl was wearing spandex you'd be like oh sh- okay she's ready yeah. <laughs> it was spandex no, they're just stretchy pants they are <laughs> they yoga pants that's all spandex are uh, yeah no <laughs> that's all spandex are to everything that happened when i was younger it recite spandex were just the yeah. the shiny stretchy pants they used to wear spandex and jelly shoes mm-hmm. jelly shoes yeah, yeah. yeah. And if a girl was wearing spandex, she were like, well, you know, and then especially if she had a nice body. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's like everybody wears yoga pants. Yeah. Mm. I wear them every day. On that note, right. we say farewell. I did have a friend that his mother was, wow, she was <laughs> she was a smoke show. Everyone yeah. said that about my mom. Oh, did they? Yeah. My mom was that mom. Yeah. Oh, was she? All right. We got to go. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. 16-year-old Wiggy. Um, Gresh and Foyer, whatever version. Gresh may be back. Gresh, I don't know. I have no idea. But they're next. We're back tomorrow morning at 6. Thank you for listening this morning. Thank you for streaming the show this morning. Thank you for listening to this show on the Odyssey app this morning. And thank you for watching this show on YouTube or on Twitch. See ya. Good time, good time we had. Hey everyone.
everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 